Good day, good day, folks. Welcome to Insight and Instruction. I am your host, Sherry Fleming. Today, I want to talk about protecting your peace uh, as an entrepreneur, protecting your peace by any means possible. Being an entrepreneur um, requires a lot of time, of energy. It requires a lot of emotion. It requires a lot of thinking. It requires a lot of managing. Um, And until you're in a position where you can um, get competent and reliable help. It just requires a lot of you all in all. Um, And so I want to just have a discussion about managing life, uh, protecting your peace. Um, My, my, the people who listen to me the most are people who are very, very similar to um, myself and that are people who are business owners, entrepreneurs, but who also have other responsibilities. Um, so we don't get the benefit of just completely throwing ourselves into our work. Um, we this, we have other things going on. We may be uh, married. We may have children. Some of us have caregiving responsibilities uh, for older parents, for parents who um, may be sick. Um, I, I know tons of entrepreneurs who are single parents um, who may not have multiple children, but it's still responsibility nonetheless. And it's responsibility that you can't shirk. You can't get away from. It's a part of your life. It's going to be there. Um, but you also have this burning desire to engage in business, to do business and to build something for yourself. So I really just want to have a conversation about how to manage your, your peace as an entrepreneur in juggling life and give some real practical, I guess, information based on what I've learned. Um, I've One thing that I've learned very key that entrepreneurship is a marathon. It's not a sprint uh, where you, you know, have to, to run a race real quickly to get to your destination. It is an absolute marathon. So you must pace yourself. You must give yourself breaks and you must train yourself, train your mind, your body and your spirit for the race that you are running. Um, and so I've learned um that the things that other people use to reset and to rest and to train themselves don't necessarily work for me. Um, So I know um, a good amount of entrepreneurs who go on a two-week vacation in the summer um, or they go on vacation twice a year. They, you know, I've heard advice, well, go on vacation for one week, seven seven to 10 days um, alone, or go with your spouse and then another seven to 10 days out of the year, take a family vacation with your whole entire family. Yeah, I don't have it. <laughs> I don't have it. Um, vacations are not that expensive. Vacations can be very cost affordable, um, but you have to plan those vacations in advance. I don't always have the capability of planning vacations and personal things in advance. That is actually one of the areas that is a weakness for me. Um, I can plan an entire business um, merger <laughs> that'll take the span of two to three years, but I cannot plan a family uh, trip to Disney World. It is just, it's my mind for whatever reason. It just, I just don't do well with it. And so, um, or maybe I just have too much on my plate that the thought of planning something else is just, it overwhelms me. I think the latter is, is true for me. But um, 
I don't have the capability to to do that. Um, I am on a budget. I don't want to plan a vacation two to three years out. Like, that's insane to me. I would say a year out. Um, But I do want a vacation with my family. The reality is it is five of us. Um, And the vacations that I require, I want to travel the world. And the reality is um, we just financially cannot do that right now. That would be a great mental break for me. I love to see the way others live, the way other cultures um, handle life. I don't want to vacation to Disney. I don't want to um, just go to the beach. I want to travel the world um, with my family. And so my idea of vacation is not something to to get away. It's not the break that I can actually have. Um, And if it's not what I want, I would just rather not spend my money doing it. So I had to really take a step back to figure out how I can incorporate a true and genuine break from life, true something that is truly restful, something that is truly resetting. Um, also, unless you have multiple children, <laughs> it is it is it takes three weeks to take a vacation. Okay, um, and this is with the family or without the family. It takes me about 10 days to build up to going on vacation. Um, And even more than that, you know, planning babysitters, planning um, school drop off, or now that we're in COVID, we're planning work, making sure that there's oversight, making sure that the the schedule that I've worked so hard to maintain with these children are intact by, uh, or remain intact and implemented by my spouse or whomever else is here. Um, You know, packing the clothes, making sure the money and the food is available. Then you go on vacation and it takes you at least two to three days to separate from home where you're actually on vacation and then you're back from vacation and of course the people who were put in charge they're not you and so you have to undo everything that they have done to get things back to a reset so vacation for me until my children are a little older is not the most realistic escape <laughs> and reset for me. It, it just isn't. Um, quite frankly, it's painful. Um, I don't know if anyone else will be honest about this, but with a three-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 12-year-old, um, vacation is painful. It used to be worse when just the two were younger. As they're getting older, it's becoming a little lighter, but it is taxing. And because it is taxing, it is not restful. Okay, so that that solution never worked for me. That's always a solution I see in books and magazines and all kind of things is just, oh, take a vacation. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. So for me, how do you rest and reset when you can't just take a vacation? And so I've had to do a couple of things Um in my life or incorporate a couple of things because again it's a marathon and so with a marathon you're just you know you're you're running for the the long race it's not a sprint you you're playing the long game so you have to prepare so the first thing um that I began to incorporate over uh, about the past 18 months now is 
morning prayer and meditation. Um, I, if I'm honest with myself in my adult life, I do good um, with prayer sometimes and then life gets hectic and I stop my consistency and something happens and I'm like, I got to get back to it and I'll get back to it. That um, was where I was in, I guess, a less mature place. Now I recognize that I absolutely need to pray in the morning. Um, Some people don't pray. Some people meditate. People do yoga, all kind of things to, to center yourself, whatever it is for you. For me, it is morning prayer. Um, it becomes, it is such a part of my day that I, I started my day earlier to make sure that it fits in. And so it was actually inconvenient. <laughs> as, as crazy as it sounds, I know it sounds counterintuitive to say inconvenience yourself and wake up early to pray or meditate um, when your goal is to rest and reset. But um, as counterintuitive as it is, it works and it definitely works for me. So um, I definitely wake up about an hour and a half before my kids need to get up and my kids need to to wake up. Um, And I spend um, about a a half an hour to 45 minutes um, in, in prayer and meditation. And my prayer looks different Um, than I think most people think of when they say pray. I actually don't speak. (laughs) I actually don't speak. Um, I sit in the morning in quiet. It is such a peaceful place for me. I sit in quiet with my journal and I write my prayers. Um, That is what works for me. It it, writing uh, brings me tranquility. It brings me peace. Um, A lot of ideas come when I just begin to write. So I actually sit, I wake up in the morning. I have um, a a specific prayer journal. My husband actually said today, he said, how many of those books do you have? And I was like, I have different journals. Um, My handwriting sucks and I have to, it's like going back to hieroglyphics, but (laughs) it works for me. So I have my prayer journal that is always by my bed. um, And I began to write my prayer. And I also began to hear from God and just write down various new ideas that come to me. Um, There are ideas that I wrote over a year ago that I'm just implementing now because I actually went back and read. Um, So I write. I write my prayers of Thanksgiving. Um, I write my petitions, the things that I request, um, the things that I'm thankful for, grateful for, everything um, I write down. And I spend, um, I can't tell you how much time I spend. Um, it's, I know it's less than an hour. Sometimes it's more than half, that, half an hour. Sometimes it's 15 minutes. It depends on what's happening. But I do that for the most part every single morning. Um, I also have audible prayer <laughs> where I do pray aloud. Um, sometimes it's alone. More recently through COVID, um, I've had group prayer with friends that has that been 20 minutes to you know half an hour of, of um, corporate prayer, praying with other people. Before that, it, it would just be me, you know, audibly speaking things um, aloud. Again, Thanksgiving, um, repentance, <laughs> for asking for forgiveness, whatever is, is called for in that time. But every day, 
of the week. Uh, There are seven days of the week and there are seven days that I have my morning time set aside. In fact, it it, COVID, I had to change some things because I was really frustrated because when my husband wakes up in the morning, he just jumps up and he turns on the TV. And um, it drives me insane because he, one, he's an early bird. He will always wake up before me. And so it drives me insane because it is a complete interruption. into my my morning routine and you know we we've had some conversations it it was okay when it was a weekend or he was home you know for a day he works really hard so when he's home whatever it takes to make his home a home for him I'm willing to make room for that because I'm always here I work from home I sleep at home I eat it I eat at home I do everything here he doesn't he works out of the home so I I try to give him space to, to have his time and his way and if he's a morning person who wants to cut on ESPN or CNN at 6 30 in the morning I try to make room for that but with COVID and both of us being home for an extended period of time woo, it just wasn't going to work so we we worked that out and when he gets up he, he goes into his band cave but and so I'm able to wake up and still have my my pre my peace and my time of dedication, and quite frankly, that habit has been um, more beneficial to my entrepreneurial journey than a vacation. Um, that consistent habit has has uh, brought me um, consistent peace. Um, every single day, uh, things happen. You win, you fail, you, you know, you lose, there's a draw every day. There's something, some days there's nothing. And then the next day it could be complete chaos, but my morning routine is, uh, the equalizer. Uh, it levels, uh, my mind in the playing field and how I will show up, uh, to, to play the game of entrepreneurship. So, uh, that, that's my morning routine. The second thing that I did to or incorporated to rest or reset is taking the first of the month. I just picked a random um, date that that I could, you know, think about and be consistent with. Um, It could have been a 15th of of the month. It could have been another day. I just, you know, said I'll take the first of the month because it is the first. Um, and there's something about taking the first and reserving the first and reserving um, and setting aside uh, at the beginning. There's something about taking time at the beginning and setting aside time and acting at the beginning that kind of changes the trajectory of the month and of the week and of the day. Um, so if you, if you, you know, the first of the morning and the first, you know, first thing in the morning and first of the month, um, it, it just works for me. It may not work for you, but this is what I do. The first of the month, I do nothing. Today is actually the first of the month. And, um, on my road of doing nothing, I decided, 
uh, to, to record a podcast because it's the one thing that I am not always able to do. And so on the first of the month, uh, there is no work to be done. There is no nothing to be done with the children. I am not a wife on the first of the month. Let me not say that. I'm always a wife, but um, don't ask for any help on the first of the month. The first of the month is my day. It is uh, reserved for me. Um, if the children are hungry, they better eat the leftovers. Um, if my husband needs something, he better ask the day before or the day after. Uh, the first of the month is my time to do nothing if I choose to or to do something that I want to do. In this particular day, I want to record a podcast, and so that's what I'm doing. And it is my day. It is my day that I've reserved for me. I prepare for it. Um, like I said, um, you know, I do have multiple responsibilities, so you can't take off without planning. So uh, and when I say I plan for it, I make enough, there's enough leftovers for everyone to heat up. There is enough milk and enough cereal to go around. Um, there is enough of everything, whatever it is that someone may need from, from me. If I did not prepare for that need to be met before the first of the month, it will not be met until the second of the month. And I guard the first of the month like um, it is a holy day. <laughs> I have... Um, I am a warrior when it comes to protecting the first of the month. I do not plan things. It is set every month automatically on my schedule as a day out of the office. It doesn't matter what day of the week it falls on. Um, I am really, really serious about this day. I have made exceptions. Um, you know, in real estate, I can't always control when a settlement is going to happen. Usually it does happen before the first of the month, so that's not a real big concern. Um, but, you know, in law, I can't control deadlines and, and uh, days that things are due. Um, but for the most part, uh, because I'm diligent, I do a lot of work in advance. Um, there are things that come up with, you know, deaths that may happen that I have to respond to. Worst case scenario, I'll take the the, the last day of the month or more so I take the second day of the month. But those are out of the past 18 months, I've only had to reschedule my first of the month Sabbath, if you will, <laughs> one time. Um, and that was an absolute emergency. But this is a day that I reset, that I just do nothing. I find cooking well, I'm coming to learn that cooking is therapeutic for me. So sometimes, like today, I do plan to make a new dish, or in this case, I plan to bake um, uh, my my COVID uh, my COVID experiences that I'm starting to bake. I'm not even a baker, and I don't even like baked goods, but it's very therapeutic and it's easy. So I'm going to try to make a socket to me cake today, and um, that's because it's something that I am choosing to do. It is my day. My children, you figure out how to brush your teeth. The three-year-old, no, she cannot do it for her, for herself. Somebody in here better help her brush her teeth. There are three other people that know how to, to brush their teeth that can help her. I am doing nothing. Um, if I decide not to bathe on the first, first of the month, that is my choice. Um, and so 
pick a day and reserve it for you. This is the, the one day of the month that I have reserved. That doesn't mean that I don't take other mental health days, but this is the day that I guard and I protect um, as, as my thing. Some other things I do, I already mentioned uh, cooking, the wine, Friday night wine down. I used to take a bubble bath with my music and a glass of wine, but then I don't feel like cleaning out the tub. Uh, <laughs> um, making a new meal Friday night. Uh, if I don't do it on the first of the month, I try to Friday, um, not every Friday, but, you know, doing something creative again, not, not to the detriment or to inconvenience myself, but again, just to take time for myself during COVID, I started doing my own nails. I would do that on Friday evenings. Um, but again, if something becomes taxing, I also learned to just drop it. I don't have to let things become taxing because then that defeats the goal of it being um, a restful experience. Some other practical things that I've implemented just to make sure that I'm protecting my peace um, and training my mind, body, and spirit. I am taking vitamins like no other. They are so helpful. Who knew that I was not getting the, the nutrition that I needed from the food that I eat? <laughs> My friend knew, but I'm taking vitamins religiously. Um, I take them every morning. I actually did not take them today because I wanted to record. I was so excited, but I have to take my vitamins. I take a lot of vitamins. Um, and they, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it's not a hardship for me. It doesn't feel overwhelming or I don't feel um, just overtaken if I don't take them. If I forget to take them for a day, I forgot to take them. I, you know, if I remember, I take them um, or I just, you know, wait to that next day. But I definitely see how vitamins um, have pretty much changed my stamina, uh, taking vitamins and drinking more water. And the last thing that I have done is that I have attempted to work out you, if you know me, you know that I hate it. Uh, if you don't know me, you may not understand the disdain that I have for exercising. It is just awful to me. I don't want to put my body through it. I hate to sweat. Oh my gosh. I hate, like, I, I love to see those people who like love to run. My husband is a gym rat. I was looking at him this morning and I was like, his body looks amazing. He looks so good. I see the results. I don't want it. I don't care about the results. I, I don't, I just don't want to exercise. <laughs> Hopefully my mind can change about this um, sooner than later. I, I do know the benefits of exercising. I've seen the benefits of exercising in myself. It is just, it, it hasn't, it has not stuck enough for me to, to really do it on a way. It ends up, um, I feel really guilty um, once I start a routine and, and I, I stop with it. And again, when something becomes more of a weight than it does um, something to relieve stress or to help me to rest, if it becomes more of a weight for me, I have to just set it aside to, to learn to do it with the right mindset. And so exercise is not one of those things that I've been able to put on my list on a, um, a consistent schedule and it not be a weight 
that of, of guilt and shame if I if I don't do it. So until my mind can change, um, it is something that I, I do when I when I want to do. And so I did find um, uh, at home exercise routine during COVID that only requires 28 minutes a day um, for 28 days. And you don't, you, you have rest days, maybe every three to four or five days, depending on how, where you are in the program. And it's 28 minutes. Um, and so I found that that was something that I was able to really do successfully. And it, what it did was after I did the 28 days, I felt accomplished. And so I did two cycles. I did one cycle of 14 days, another cycle of 28 days. And I registered for a third cycle which was a cycle of 28 days. And I recognized at the beginning of that third cycle that I was doing too much, that it was becoming a weight. It didn't really fit in my schedule for that time um, because you do know I'm a professor and sometimes towards the end of the semester, grading could be a little bit more intense. So it, it became more of a weight for me. And so I stopped. I do have the intention of picking it back up, maybe the 14-day regimen again, then the 28-day. But I, you know, I learned that that's that is the way that exercise can fit in my schedule without it being a weight. Um, we also purchased bikes during COVID, so bike riding has been cool, but it is too hot and too humid <laughs> right now to do it. Um, so I have some things there, but exercise is is definitely on the list of things um, to keep you pre- prepared for the marathon. I've already shared my shortcomings about exercise, but it should be on your list. So resting and resetting and whatever way that works for your schedule and for your life, um, my life doesn't look like another mom's with three kids. Um, you know, we may have similar stories, but we don't, we don't have the same capacity. So you have to do what works for you and you have to be okay with what works for you. You have to be unashamed. Um, don't let anyone, you know, pressure you into doing something that doesn't work for you. Do what works for you and, um, and that's it. So rest and reset in whatever way possible. I told you the way that I rest and reset. Uh, morning prayer, morning meditation, first of the month, uh, reservation, and <laughs> and uh, my Friday night wine down routine, whatever that. It could be actually wine. It could be cooking or baking or doing nails, whatever it is. Um, you know, last night I watched The Handmaid's Tale. I, I binge watched like seven episodes last night up until two o'clock in the morning that that you know so it differs and then um, making sure that you drink water take vitamins uh, and exercise so those are my tips I hope uh, that in listening to this you are entrepreneur meaning that you are someone who is in business Um, if you're listening to me more than likely you're in business and managing other meaningful responsibilities protect your peace Protect your peace, protect your peace, protect your mind, guard your heart, um, protect. There is one you and you are so amazing. Uh, you are filled with purpose. There is a plan for you and you are on the road to executing something that is so strong in your heart, something that you know you're supposed to do. And it would be a tragedy if along that road you can you just lost your mind <laughs> or you lost your peace or if you continue to travel that road in complete disorder um, and just always anxious 
Um, that, that was a thing for me. I was always anxious. I could never be in rest. I was always fearful of what could happen, what might happen, what would may never happen. Um, I was just always anxious. And, um, and, and in response, everybody would say, well, take, take a vacation or go see a therapist. Yeah, no, it is creating a habit of protecting my peace that has completely changed my life. And I hope that you can find those things and incorporate those things that will help you change your life, that will help your business be better, that will help your life be better um, so that you can do the thing that you're called to do in the most miraculous and most magical way so you can be the best that ever did it um, in your particular field. That is my hope for you. And so I thank you for listening and I hope that you have an amazing day.